0: You know, the current coronavirus crisis has affected every aspect of American life and business, and ASA is endeavoring to keep our members up to date on the latest information as it affects their business coming out of Washington, D.C. To that end, I have with me Bob Redding, our Washington, D.C. representative, who has been working hammer and tong to keep up with the changes in Washington. Hey, Bob, what's going on? Tony, well, it's kind of busy times in Washington, challenging times, I know, for all. Well, what's happening to date on
1: Capitol Hill? What's been the latest? Okay. First, I'd like to kick this up, Tony, with our board has been very direct that our top priorities are to make sure our businesses are protected, independent repairs, and number two, that we have the same opportunities for small business assistance opportunities that other businesses have. So we're watching very closely the stimulus packages. We also are watching uh, what's going on at the state and local levels relative to business closures. So I'd like to start off with thinking in terms of we've had two stimulus packages to date to move through the Congress and become law. The first one in early March was a emergency supplemental appropriations bill, which for our purposes focused on bumping up the amount of loan money available, emergency loan money available through the Small Business Administration, and an additional $22 million or $20 million to administer these new programs. So let's start off with that. We've had now, as of yesterday, a second stimulus package to pass the Congress, and the President signed it late yesterday, that uh, included what many have read about the emergency paid leave pieces. We're still reviewing some of this, but important for our purposes today is the third stimulus package, which includes sort of an umbrella of assistance for the business community and specifically for the small business community. This package, will see more details hopefully tonight. The House is also working on their package, but the Senate bill likely will have a significant in the $850 billion or more range of... Uh, payroll tax cuts, some support for airlines, and a very large loan program for small business, emergency loan program for small businesses. So those are the areas how this is shaping up. We've had two stimulus bills that impacted small business, but the third one, the third one will be the most important. Finally, on the stimulus piece, we're watching it closely for additional small business items that could be put in the bill that would help us And finally, an item that unfortunately got into the stimulus packages back when we had the uh, tough economy during the Obama administration, cash for clunkers. We don't want to see that in the bill. And we're hopeful that members that are friendly to the independent repair community are going to block that from happening to us in the the package that will roll probably later this week or over the weekend.
0: It seems to be that we've had some pretty good bipartisan cooperation on these stimulus bills. Is that what you're seeing in D.C.? Yes. But there are some differences. So in a healthy way, we're seeing more negotiation.
1: We see some pushback on some items now on this third package in the Senate. The House package may be very different. But I I do think all are committed to getting an economic stimulus package out as quickly as possible. They recognize that small businesses are hurting or are going to hurt over these next few weeks or months. So I do think Congress will come together on this. It's It's just too important.
0: Well, stimulus is all we could do at this point in time, given the economic situation that we're in, which I think is fair to say has been something none of us have experienced in our lifetimes. What's the outlook in Washington on next steps for future stimulus packages? Do you think they'll stop at three or is there more coming? We
1: could see more depending on what happens with the economy. Hmm. And we've sent an outline along with other aftermarket organizations to the House leadership specifically and sent copies to other members of the Congress outlining what we thought would be uh, helpful incentives for our members and other members of the aftermarket. So we hope that'll be helpful.
0: What are ASA's major concerns at this time with all that's going on that you see?
1: Well, in the short term, we've been working with our members on contacting governors in all 50 states to make sure they are requesting a specific emergency declaration from the federal government. So as these programs are coming online, that our members would qualify to apply for uh, the small business emergency programs. And I'm happy to say we are seeing a very positive reaction by various governors on this. We, we don't have all the states yet, but we are we're still encouraging uh, members to contact their governors. Hmm. Most importantly right now, in the last 48 hours or so, we have seen some municipalities, if we're looking at, let's just say there are 40,000 of them nationally, that all of them could have different closure or non-closure models in a reaction to the crisis. What is an essential service? What is considered essential critical infrastructure workforce? Those are the kind of questions that are coming up in communities when they're trying to determine what should stay open and what should not. And thankfully this afternoon, because we've been in discussions with various communities. Thankfully, this afternoon, the Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, came out with a set of essential critical infrastructure workforce guidelines and listed under Transportation and Logistics as a uh, essential critical infrastructure workforce automotive repair and maintenance facilities. And we have been arguing that now for several days this week. We want to make sure that a uh, community doesn't inadvertently close a uh, repair facility. How are people going to get work that fall into an essential critical workforce category? We believe from a safety perspective and it's our contribution to the workforce and the economy that uh, we've got to keep these cars on the road and we want our businesses open. So this piece is really important. I will tell you we had a one-day record spike in our grassroots activity sending letters to municipalities and to state offices, asking them to categorize auto repairs, mechanical, and collision as an essential, critical infrastructure part of the workforce. And we're still encouraging our our shops to contact local leaders to let them know that we exist and we want to stay open. And we are contributing to an important piece of the uh, local economies.
0: How can shops do that? Is there a, a website they can go to to sign on and? petition for the emergency declaration? Absolutely. They can go to the Automotive Service Association website and click on
1: Taking the Hill, which is our legislative piece, or then go directly to the Taking the Hill website, www.takingthehill.com. And all you need to know is your zip code. That will plug you into a letter already drafted, flagging this for local community leaders, and will allow you to send a letter to your mayor and to your your city council person. So uh, that's really important, and we'd like to see as many as possible participate in that.
0: Hmm. And you don't have to be an ASA member to participate, just a repair shop, right? Correct. We attack these things as an industry, and ASA representation I know is always at the forefront in Washington, D.C. I think we're the only national association that has someone like yourself there on the ground, and it is so critical based on what you just said. So to recap, for our shop owners, we have established that, at least so far, they have listed automotive repair facilities as an essential service, right? Correct. Okay, and it's important that they send that letter out to their state governors so that they can get that emergency declaration. That will give them access to what? Emergency funds? Yes,
1: that will allow our members or uh, independent repairers to apply for SBA
0: assistance. What's going to be the schedule in Congress? I know everything's kind of focused on the coronavirus crisis right now. How do you see this developing over the next week or two?
1: It's taken over the Congress as far as uh, legislative initiatives. And we still have the appropriations process fiscal year 2021 that will have to take place because the government will run out of money September 30th, 2020. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have to pass these appropriations bills. But I may be wrong. The virus stimulus initiatives will take over and Congress is unlikely to move a lot of other
0: legislation in this uh, calendar year. Well, that kind of focus is certainly understandable given the current situation. Well, Bob, this has been enlightening as always. Uh, Any final words?
1: Well, we hope everyone will stay healthy, and I know the association has been encouraging our members to follow the CDC recommendations, and we want our members to continue to follow our websites, follow these podcasts for the latest information that directly impacts the business uh, of independent automotive repair. Thank you very much.
0: And again, the information on the CDC guidelines and everything else is available on the ASA website. There you can find the access to the Taking the Hill website Bob referenced. The website address is www.asashop.org. And again, you'll find a Taking the Hill link at the top of the page. You will also find press releases, news releases, And if you haven't signed up for our email blast, go ahead and do so because we're sending out regular email blasts with updates and information so that you can cope and operate your business safely and take care of your customers. I know a lot of our shops are doing things like dropping off and picking up. So there's lots of good information on the ASA website. Bob, again, I can't thank you enough for your efforts. I know you're a busy guy and we will look forward to the next one. You and I need to do this on a regular basis. Thanks so much, Tony. Have a great day you too. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're brand new to the ASA podcast, or if you've been here before, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. If you enjoy our podcast and find our content valuable, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to this. And if you're an automotive service facility shop owner listening to this podcast and you'd like to know more about ASA, I invite you to visit our website at asashop.org. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.